Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, my little friends, it's another episode. Glory be. Praise for the gods. It's another episode of, uh, well, Cuddle Club. Yes, yes, yes. Now, look, I've had a lovely chat with a lady that I didn't know. I knew her work, but I didn't know her before today. And, oh, I've got a new best friend, whether she likes it or not. Um, well, I suppose consent's a thing, isn't it? But um, I like this woman a lot. She's Georgia Pritchett. She writes on amazing things like Succession. She's written on everything. Veep, Have I Got News For You, Smack the Pony, Miranda, The Thick of It. Come on. Oh, funny story, actually, before we get into that. Um, she's won five Emmys and I <laughs> I loads of times mentioned that she had four Emmys she didn't correct me once very classy I, I would have been like check your facts it's five you moron but you know when you've you, you know after two or three I guess it becomes a sort of burden on your pack on your baggage back you know going over your allowance and stuff and actually maybe they send it to you I don't know do I I've never won one yet yet very positive anyway this lady's an absolute bloody dream and you'll see why actually she's very sort of humble and british and you'll see why she doesn't correct me it'd just be be totally against her personality really um okay well look rub your bellies and pat your head it's time to get into it Thank you so much for coming on. Never had a four times Emmy winner on the podcast. <laughs> Succession is one of my favourite shows ever. I mean, it's everyone's favourite show, right? It's not not like I'm special, like saying, oh, oh I get Succession. <laughs> Thing is, like, I get it. <laughs> Everyone gets it. I feel like a lot of people discovered it in lockdown, didn't they? I think before then it was just a, a sort of niche you know, there are just a few people watching it, most of them TV critics. Do you and think my so? Uh, your mum, yeah. Oh, your mum watches. Yeah. Does she give you feedback? She's obsessed with how well the back of Kendall's head acts. She says she's never seen someone who can act with the back of his head. You quite often see just the back of his head and it manages yeah. to convey wow. vulnerability and all this other stuff, yeah. Wow. He is, I was... Like, I had my hand in a fist at the last series because he's just so cringy, isn't it? And it's just, you're yeah. just sort of biting your hand watching it. I wonder, I'd like to meet him as an actor to see how much he's acting and how much is him. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he stays very um, 
in character, so you don't really get to sort of chat to him much. He's sort of got his headphones on and really has his, oh, wow. has his kind of process, um, which is obviously incredibly successful, whatever process yeah. that is, because it's what, such an extraordinary performance. Do yeah. you ever have dinners though? Like, do you, you know, cast and crew at sort of dinners? Where yeah, you're... we have. Um, yeah, and he, of course, they're all lovely. I mean, it's so interesting, isn't it, when you write a show about the horriblest people in the world that all the writers and all the actors are the loveliest people in the world when when you write some comedy everyone's evil and horrible yeah yeah but, but yeah they're all lovely um you got a new book out my that's a great title my mess is a bit of a life great oh thank you title and that is what what's that about i mean i know but <laughs> it's out in hardback but it's coming out in paperback that's in what March. i'm talking about that's what you are talking, <laughs> talking about, about. <laughs> and it's coming out in America, so exciting. Ooh. I've had to translate it into American. Yeah, tricky business. A few yeah. more, what, just a few more G's and whoops and stuff, is it? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, either that sucked or that was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of very British references, very 80s British references in it, so... Oh, really? But then you yeah. can send them down a rabbit hole of Googling. You don't have to, yeah. like spoon feed them do they I suppose people get annoyed if they don't understand something that's the thing like you know like some comments underneath comedy videos and they get so yeah. annoyed and I think yeah it's because you don't understand it and you're annoyed with yourself you can't be annoyed with like I know it's really sort of both thrilling and terrifying how angry people get about comedy because mm. essentially people are trying to make people laugh that seems yeah. like quite a nice motivation yeah yeah yeah. and if it's not for you that's all right yeah watch something else but people get so angry don't they if they don't find something funny I suppose it's so personal isn't it like if you sort of see a documentary that doesn't interest you you don't get furious do you You just kind of think yeah it wasn't for me but with comedy it's like ah yeah 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 it's mad (laughs) how was it going to like writer's room to being a showrunner was that tricky that was yeah so um well as you know there aren't that many writer's rooms in the UK um so just going to a room was pretty scary uh with lots of clever people and with social skills and confidence <laughs> that's, that's it's terrifying. mad how much the british are the british compared to the they, they just learn to like project that they learn to like back themselves it's bizarre and unless you went to private school here you're yeah. not getting that education i don't think yeah i think just the way in america they can pitch an idea or a joke or themselves and i think over here we're just so used to mumbling and apologizing and backing out yeah. of a room that is very hard to change gear that's probably why we make jokes as well to kind of cover yeah. over the awkwardness yeah like yeah. i think i've said this before maybe on the podcast but i remember being in a like i went to this like sort of course and there were people from all over and um the americans would just stand very tall say their name say what they're about you know and the english people were like make a self-effacing joke in like the first 30 seconds apologize and then make a joke to cover it it's insane so that was really scary and then yes as you say i I recently show ran a a show uh, called shrink next door and that was um yeah that was even scarier because you know i um i've never 
been in charge of anything I don't think before um, and uh, you know I don't like conflict um, I am incapable of getting angry I can I can just about get to irked or on the cusp of rankled but that's it for Lovely me so I just hell. sort of I just kind of thought show running involves a lot of yelling at people and firing people and I just yeah. thought well hmm, this is going to be interesting um, but yeah it turns out you don't have to sort of if you're kind of if if everyone feels appreciated and seen, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to do very much yelling and yeah. firing. So what, that was did you quite have to, a revelation. You didn't have to fire anyone then? I didn't have to fire anyone, That's no. great. That's great. Well, that's a good yeah. day at work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fire anyone just after a pandy. So do you, exactly. live, you live in London, though? I do, yes. And then you just, you just pop over. When just the, try when and it, pop over, yeah. yeah. And if it's in school holidays, sort of take the whole family. And then, and what's great now, of course, is you know with uh, Zoom and email, is you can sort of work on American shows yeah. from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, I love. It. Have you got kids then? Yes, I've got two boys. How old are they? They are fifteen and thirteen, so fully. Oh, they in love the smelly they love. Oh, zone. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Someone told me this thing once that you can describe a boy's life in three liquids. Oh, it's not God. as bad as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> the first is cowpole. Yeah. True. Correct. Yeah. Then ketchup. Yeah. Very much so. Then links. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. I was expecting it to go a different direction. Yes, that, yeah, I but could you, tell. you had just spoken about your son, so that would have been a bit. <laughs> it would have been an odd choice, but there's no shame here. <laughs> and what does your partner do? Can she come with? Yes, she's a producer, so. Oh, amazing! Can, yeah, come and tell me how I'm getting it all. Oh, right. that's fantastic! Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like that. Perfect. They get the they get the beers, not like some of these muggles. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that word so much. Not like a civilian. Yes, not like a little pleb. <laughs> no, my boyfriend's an engineer, but I quite like it. But he's not very good at self-tapes. When I have to do self-tapes, he's very wooden. Yeah. And I'm Is like, he? you know, could you add a little je ne sais quoi yeah. here? Because mummy's trying to get some work in. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Think that's enough okay are you ready for the quick fire round oh yes please yes <laughs> that's the that's a bloody spirit actually um <laughs> spice girls or spice rack uh spice girls it's gotta be um favorite emoji uh the one that i always use is with the sort of square mouth the sort mm. of andy murray mouth the sort of uh-oh uh, uh, yeah yeah eek, yeah eek. that's yeah yeah exactly yeah um most you've ever laughed that's a good question. <laughs> that is a good I've question. Surprised, I've surprised myself there. Yeah, that's an excellent... Oh. I mean, I laugh quite a lot. I think that's the great thing about our jobs, isn't it? That you're around people who were, we were all trying to make each other laugh. Um, I'm quite easy easy to make laugh. Um, I mean, Maria Bamford makes me laugh a lot. Oh, I do my God. Laughing. I love her so much. A lot. Did you see her live when she came to London? Yes, I did. Oh. And I think that's... yeah. Yeah. She just comes on and dances, and like in a really weird way, and you can't even explain why it's so funny. That's yeah. my favourite kind of comedy, actually. The comedy where you don't know why it's funny. Like, you yeah. can't even explain it. The other yeah. one that I'm thinking of is Kirsten Chow. I've remembered oh, yes. that because the yeah. bit that makes me laugh is her leaping around like a horse, 
singing Kristen Schaal is a horse for, for about five minutes. It's so good. You're like, why is yeah. this funny? It's just funny. <laughs> I must remember that, actually, because in my comedy, I always think, like, oh, God, I've got to try and make people, you know, in the middle of nowhere laugh, and it's got to be a yeah. legitimate joke. But my yeah. favourite stuff is stuff that don't, I don't know why it's funny, but I just say, yeah, must remember that yeah. and not be, not kotow down to Liverpool, you know? <laughs> no offence. No offence to anyone in Liverpool. Okay, is cuddling cool? Definitely. It's very cool, isn't it? Love it. it. <laughs> yeah, really cool. I'm I'm a cuddle craver. Yes. Like, I'm a cuddle craver, but I don't think I look like that. I, people quite often think I'm quite prim, just from looking at my face. No. And that I might be cuddle resistant. Quite often people come and say, oh, you don't you don't want to cuddle. And I think, where have you got, where's that come from? That's... And not, people often, I love food and eat all food, and people quite often say to me, oh, you're a picky eater, aren't you? And I think, no, I just have the face of a picky eater. Oh, I'm not geez, actually that's so unfair. <laughs> I don't think you do. But what, I mean, the, the jumper doesn't say picky eater. And the, jump, exactly. the jumper doesn't say, that. the jumper, it's a, it's a big sunshine on a, it's a rainbow square. The jumper says, you know, cuddle me now to hell cuddle with the consequences. Exactly. <laughs> I can read you. Don't worry about these. Do you know what? It says more about them than it says about you, actually, Georgia. Thank you. Thank you very much. And your family, I guess your boys now are a bit old to, mm. you know, they're not really interested in that. They're not. It's a really sad moment, you know, because you get no warning. It's like one minute they're just draped over you all the time and holding your hand and sort of lying across you and and you're feeling a bit like, oh, <gasps> This, you know, I used to call my younger son the barnacle because he was just always mm. attached to me. And then literally overnight, they don't they don't want it anymore. And you've had no countdown or you, you have yeah. no like you have three, three like welcome cuddles left that you can really enjoy. After that, it's all they're flinching and ducking and wriggling away. It might come back. At a later date. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, it's a bit of a cliche, but could you get a dog? I would like something that would... I haven't had... When I was younger and had pets, they also didn't want to cuddle me, so uh, I don't... Now we're like, seeing the problem might be closer <laughs> to home, aren't we? <laughs> so it would be really sad if I got a dog that also didn't want to cuddle I don't, me. So I I'm think, just No, it's impossible. Scared. It's impossible. It's It, it can't happen. Um, we looked, <laughs> no, I think you need to look into getting a little rescue dog and then and then mm. let your sons know that they've been replaced and just, sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah. give them the cold shoulder and, yeah. you know, we'll see what's what. Maybe get two dogs and yeah. call them the same names as my sons that's and just nice. literally... That's nice. Just <laughs> channel everything towards the new versions of them. And just sort of set up a trust fund for the dogs. <laughs> let your sons yeah. know that they've been disinherited. You know, there's yeah. ways to get them back, yeah. back in the family. Buy, them a, buy the dogs an Xbox. Just, yeah. you know. And now it's time for Terrific Spurific. And now it's time for Terrific Specifics. It's time for the touch quiz. Oh, yeah. Okay. Excited? Excited much? Yeah, I am. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you. It's not. You're not touching me because we're not in the same room. So. No, no. Right. So it's not that exciting, I guess. <laughs> 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 or threatening. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You have to. You have five questions. You have to guess what. I'm, okay. What I'm. What I'm thinking about touching. It's Ooh. not rude. Okay. Is it a mammal? Yes. <gasps> oh my. God. 
Are you a bit psychic, do you think? <laughs> maybe I am. Can you lift it? A baby one, maybe, but I wouldn't fancy my chances that much. Mm. I probably could a baby one. Yeah, I definitely could a baby one, actually. Would it, like, want to eat you or kill you? No. Could you eat it if you killed it? <laughs> no. It's got four legs and a tail and it's often brown. A fox? It's a donkey, I'm afraid. Oh, so <laughs> Yeah, close. it's a classic case of the, the animal, the donkey. But you were close and your first question was very good. I you know, let's not beat yourself up over that, you know? Yes, I started strongly. Look, do you want to have a little break and go and look at your four Emmys? You know, bolster <laughs> yourself up, up again and then come back. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm all right, thank you. Our um, Emmy's about, uh, our Emmy's a bit boring to you now. He's just like, oh. I think, you know, being British, we're not sort of that into winning, are we? It seems a bit vulgar, so yeah. I just feel a bit embarrassed yeah. and ashamed. Yeah, you come home um, with your pee tone it down, please. It's very, they're also, they're very sort of shiny, they're overly shiny. Yes. It's like, could you just not give me a disappointing paperweight? Yeah, could yeah, could you not give me a sort of discount voucher for curries and keep it more <laughs> more manageable? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Look, this is a podcast you can uh, take to work in a way. Eric, all this time you've been talking and we could have been hugging. I feel bad that I didn't read your book before the thing, but I'm gonna. I, I always read the stuff after. It's, an, it's a unique way of working. But I did read a Guardian article about your book, and it sounded fascinating. Just about your upbringing, you had a very odd upbringing, didn't you? A bit eccentric. Yeah, my parents are writers. They're a bit kind of in their own world, and a bit. They're a bit cat weasley. What do you mean? Too young to know what cat weasel is. No, I know. I don't oh, think I do. Out. A bit sort of, they haven't sort of embraced 
modern living so like we never had a washing machine or a dishwasher oh, or right. answer machine or they don't drive a bit wow. Amish accidentally yeah. Amish is that a thing yeah 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 but yeah, nice people yeah. lovely people yeah lovely people yeah and lots of animals and yeah it was fun and, oh great yeah. and the school you went to sounds absolutely bananas <laughs> Yes. Just don't have to do anything. Yeah, I went to a school. It wouldn't be allowed these days, but then a sort of hippie school where you just only had to go in if you felt it was right for you to go in that day. And then you sort of... We just basically expressed ourselves through plasticine and did kind of finger paintings and, you know, all the teachers, we called them by their first names and Howard used to drive me to school on the back of his motorbike and I used to go out and buy jean cigarettes from the shop for her wow. and stuff yeah I mean I learned nothing well no that's not true because every so often Henry the headmaster would sort of gather us into a room he'd suddenly sort of have an urgent need to teach us something and we, he'd mainly teach us about the plague or triangles or how yeah. to write haikus so he seemed you know even though we learned nothing about sort of history or geography or in, anything like that he seemed very determined that we would master the Japanese short form poetry by the yeah. time we were 11 so you know so you sort of bowled into the succession office with your little haiku <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and, yeah. and said, I'm available for work Now, what are arms for, if not for snuggling? Were your family affectionate, would you say? Yeah, I think they were. My family, the humans were affectionate. As I say, my animals were mainly sort of trying to get away from me. My my um, dog would not sort of let me dress it up and have tea parties ah. with me. And Okay, now, now we've got a bit more info. <laughs> you know, because I was thinking a dog running away doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like the characteristics of a dog. Yeah. But then you bring the fancy yeah. dress outfits out and stuff and you sort of think, okay, yeah. I'm more on the dog's side again now. Yeah. The cat <laughs> ran away. My hamster ran away. What? I mean, it's my book is really an unflinching portrait of uncooperative pets and uh, yeah. it's a pretty important polemic really how hard was it writing a book it was very hard I think it was very hard because you know when you're writing I mean you do something much braver and uh harder than I do because you your comedy is so personal and direct whereas when you're a script writer it's all anonymous you're putting you're literally putting words in other people's mouths it's so much harder though because you've got to imagine their lives it's so much harder I think that I think that suits my weird emotional repressed nature is to just express myself through stealth by making other people say things (laughs) and so to write a book that was literally oh this is about me and what's happened to me and what I think was very scary and I still can't quite believe I've done it and um I don't know if it was a terrible lapse of judgment or lockdown madness or what happened but you know definitely people who've known me most of my life won't know 80% of what's in it and and it's oh wow quite wow so that's a scary feeling and then also yeah I, I've always just thought oh, I can't do prose I don't I hate describing things like I can't yeah. be bothered do it yourself so it's funny sometimes because the I mean you have very rudely not read my book but it's in very short chapters yes like sometimes literally a couple of sentences and I think that comes from partly 
I've got a very short attention span. Yeah. And partly, I, I think comedy teaches you economy with words. And, and yeah. partly just, I think I'm so now, my brain works in terms of scenes that in a way it's a collection of like scenes rather than, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then it's like memories and scenes and funny yeah. things that happened. Did you worry about your um, family reading it at all? I did, yeah, because we don't really ever talk about anything personal. But what's great is they've read it and we haven't talked about it. So that's worked oh out perfectly. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> they just haven't talked about it? No, I mean... So funny. No, that's being British and middle class for you, isn't it? Yeah, good on them. Yeah, the book's out. We don't need yeah. to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, tell us this one. Are you romantic? Ooh, Ooh. cheeky question. <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't... It depends what you mean. I am romantic. I th- like, I'm a, quite a piner and a sort of tortured, unrequited person. Does, is that romantic or am I getting, no, getting the wrong no, idea No, that's not, no, 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 that's not, that's more in the desperate camp. Oh, okay. I, mean, I always find those difficult to different, <laughs> yeah, differentiate. But hang on, aren't you married? Yeah, no, this is historically. I mean, I've now no, been right, right, with the right, same right. person for so long. Um, right, right, right. But, but pre that, basically, I just liked whoever was the least interested in me. That was mm-hmm. the person that I was interested in but that is i find that fascinating to write about you know like uh, like um love and sex addicts kind of thing you know or, or not even that's too extreme a way to put it because i think everyone goes through a phase where they're just like they'll pick the person in the room that hates them the most yeah. and they'll be like that one yeah. and and i definitely have only just come out of that phase yeah. it was long lasting as well and before that i went for people that absolutely adored me so oh, i don't know why that's good. i think it i think it was a way of not of keeping it at bay but still having a bit of the excitement yeah i think yeah i never grew out of that i think even like my current partner was definitely i thought she definitely did not interested i think she still hasn't made up her mind but (laughs) you know 22 years in i'm just i think i can wear her down i'm pretty sure in life you sort of pick your battles don't you exactly exactly and then just my battle is very much just slowly breaking her until yeah i suppose all my pet stuff has come out and i'm just not gonna let her run away i'm just gonna sort of yeah. crush her spirit until but she can't yeah. do that you're still sort of dressing her up in the little um, <laughs> outfits and stuff though <laughs> good for you oh i won't ask you again but i tell you who will it's Anand button that was luke on keys if you can believe Alan de Botten. Okay, I'm going to ask you something from Alan de Botan. Oh, very good, yes. Yes, he. we've got the sting, so you sort of have to. Really. Okay, yeah. What are your attitudes to authority and what shape to them do you think? Ooh. That's an interesting one for you. What with you being brought up in a shed and all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely lived, grew up, you know, at home and at school without really many boundaries or, you know, wasn't sort of told off much. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm probably a little bit disrespectful of authority because it feels like I had a long time where it wasn't necessary and and we didn't all turn in, turn into sort of feral cannibals. We all seem to kind of jog along quite nicely. Yeah, I don't think it's really needed. <laughs> Although sometimes, because I always think, oh, the bloody police, and I always think, and this is not fair. My boyfriend's dad used to be a policeman, but I do think they're and I say this with love, thick as fuck. <laughs> and, but then sometimes 
you need a police person, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the problem, isn't it, is that positions of authority have been taken advantage of so much. But when you come across Mm. someone using their position well, like, for example, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, you think, oh, amazing. Lovely. That would be great. And is it... Is it a coincidence that she's a woman? Mm, Mind you, then there's Pretty Patel, so, you know, takes all sorts, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, best, worst or weirdest cuddle, if you like. Yes, I would, yes. Well, I would say now best are probably the precious and rare cuddles that my sons grudgingly give and also when they weren't grudging when it was just full abandoned cuddles they're good ones and I I once when I was putting my younger son to bed he once gave me this lovely cuddle and said that my eyebrows are like beautiful socks it doesn't really get better than that does it that's about as good as it gets oh Um, my god that's so cute and then I mean worst you know we've all had horrible experiences perhaps we won't go oh, into yeah yeah um, yeah actually I do remember something else from the book that people have got to buy the book actually it's jam-packed with stuff <laughs> and the man made an apology after and yes. you just ended up saying that's okay yeah. even though it's not okay yeah. yes um but my weirdest one was I this is how desperate I am for a cuddle really a craven um that I queued up to huggle, huggle, huggle. <laughs> Goodness me, I've created a terrible word. Um, to hug that yeah. woman. I think her name's Amma from India, and she goes all over the world and cuddles <gasps> people. Oh yes, yeah. oh, but that's not that's not a bad thing. It's like an amazing experience. That's why I would say it's my weirdest one because I think as you're sort of queuing with thousands and thousands of other people to hug this woman, part of you's like, oh my goodness, this is going to be the best hug of my life because oh, she's yeah. like a professional hugger, and yeah. then part of you's like, oh, is she just like a hug whore and we're all just dirty oh, johns just yeah. using her for to satisfy our own needs well that's very kind of you to think about it that deeply but <laughs> and then I suppose when I hugged her I just thought well you know that was just right. a bit like hugging a woman I've never met before which is uh, exactly what it was but you've got to do these things you yeah. know it's if nothing else it's a chapter in another book isn't it? <laughs> or a story Yeah, I'd like a one-way ticket to Cuddle City Central, please. Okay. Okay, what do you think life's all about? Just a little one in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Life is all about... I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I love comedy. I love going to comedy, writing comedy, making people laugh, then making me laugh. And I was sitting next to some people... Uh, the other day on the train who I mean this happens a lot but you know when you overhear people who clearly have absolutely no sense of humor yeah and you just think but how do you like how do you know if you like someone or how do you know if you're enjoying yourself I mean this obviously says probably more about me and worrying things about me but I literally don't know how you conduct your life if you don't yeah I know have a sense it's of humor. like part of your soul's missing yeah it's, it's like so weird to to 
analyze life not through a lens of humor it's yeah. so devoid yeah. of joy it's a release isn't it it is it's... a release and I think it takes I, I'm going to guess what you were going to say is it needs a degree of self-awareness yeah that's better than what I was going to say okay. <laughs> I was going to say something I'll tell you what I was going to say because it is so embarrassing but it is quite funny as well <laughs> I think laughter is connected to the light yes somehow and I don't really know how and it's embarrassing to say but I do think it is yeah so I suppose that's a very long and inefficient way of saying and obviously this is personal because these people do not feel anything's missing from their lives but it does feel like finding the joy spreading the joy seems like yeah an important part of living one more question uh what do you have deep shame about you don't have to answer any of these by the way I only asked that because I had a lot of shame and then I got rid of it in a fire did you yeah oh I have deep shame about almost everything I think how do you get rid of it I'd like to get rid of it um you sort of have to bring it up to analyze and then well Mm. you can write it down and then burn it Mm. you can ask for forgiveness for you and everyone involved you can say sorry to the people you hurt um, but the burning stuff is quite powerful. So you journal, you love that, being a writer. You journal <laughs> everything about it, like how, and then you're literally getting it out on the page and then you burn it and offer it to transmutation for something higher. Right. Okay. It really is as simple as that. Is it? But Bob's don't do uncle. what I... Yeah, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I've done it twice. I've got this like fire pit thing. I've got a tiny little balcony in my flat and I burnt it all in the fire pit, left it sizzling out. And then someone will ring the doorbell going, um, I think your flat's on fire. And I'll be like, oh, no, because there's too much smoke and stuff coming on it. So I would say more sh- that's adding more shame to the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? Right, so I will let you go. But first of all, I'm going to give you your cuddle type. Oh, good. Are you excited? I am I'm a little bit worried because I've, yes, I've, I think I've seen, seemed, I don't know if you've, the ones I've listened to, people have been pretty easy going about it where I think I've come across as quite desperate. But, but anyway, tell me. Well, you won't believe this because I try to channel this. I've never said this out loud. I pretend, obviously, that it's done by the Kodokakode. But what actually happens is I write it before... Uh, I've even interviewed you. Oh, and oh my God, then, we're seeing behind the curtain now. <laughs> but it always holds up to what they've said in the interview. Mm. It's sort of mad, really. Psychic. Well, Psychic Lou. Lulu. Psychic Lou, mm. yeah. This is a nice one, but it it's so weird that it's come up because of something you said earlier. It's iron filings. You're <laughs> magnetic, baby. <laughs> But other people can repel you if they're facing the wrong way. And that I changed. I first of all did have it as you can repel other people (laughs) if they're facing the wrong way. And then I changed it because I thought that's too harsh and we don't know each other. But but I didn't mean it like that. I just meant it as in every, like magnets are amazing and they attract everything in. But Mm. if you're not supposed to have something, they're facing the wrong way that it's on mm. them you'll yes. repel them but that is just because they're not for you yeah but remember it is profound actually but remember the main take home of this is you're magnetic baby <laughs> that's all yes. you need to really think about it's definitely not a word anyone has used about me before so i'm i i'm enjoying and embracing that um... georgia i want you to walk around your lovely home today and just say <laughs> i'm magnetic baby but You'll only draw 
the best things to you. Love it. And I'm <laughs> going to live in that truth now. Yeah, live in that truth. Oh, we're really getting the American language, we aren't are. we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see us in LA, baby. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast I'm excited to read your book oh thank you it's lovely to talk to you I mean I love your podcast oh thank you I love your work your writing work and I I hopefully we'll see each other one day in real world you never know you never know that would be good yeah have a good old cuddle that was Georgia Pritchett. Uh, her new book, My Mess is a Bit of a Life, great title, and Adventures in Anxiety, is out on the 3rd of March. Uh, the paperback is the hardback's out now. Treat yourself. Get her book now. Um, I've already ordered my copy. You know that. And I love you. Goodbye. Oh, come see my show. I'm on tour. You know that. If you don't book a ticket, you've got to ask yourself some serious questions. If you don't book a ticket to my tour, which is going nationwide, basically you're barred from the podcast. So yeah. To get into the podcast, you have to get to the middle. Okay, love you, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.